Hi guys. Hi Sarah. Sarah, what's up? Reunions. Reunions. You too. Hi baby. You smell the too. Hi. Sorry Okay, so we are in we are in Isvav, chapter six, I guess you can call it. And just again, a little recap of what we're talking about, as I've said like 10 times, but we are opening up the heart of Hasidus and we're saying, who are you? And as we're going to see that that's what that's going to lead us to is the ability to answer for ourselves. When I really let go of all the things that I think that I am and all the ways that I'm kind of conditioned, not by my own fault, but just by life and by, you know, the way Hashem makes the world to see myself, what's left of me? What's... What really am I made of? Which obviously, as we know, Hasidus is here to teach us, which is why when we see the essence of Hasidus, we end up understanding the essence of ourselves. So we're in Aizvav. Thus far, what we've been saying essentially is that, no pun intended, uh-huh, is that, do you guys get the pun? Okay. <laughs> is that Hasidus, beyond anything that it gives the world, what Chassidus is, is Yechida. There's five levels of the soul. There's five levels of consciousness, so to speak. Um, well, I would say there's five levels of really everything. I mentioned this a little bit a different time, but in Tyra... Could someone turn off the music? Yeah. Thank you. Hi, Millie. Um, there's, there's five levels of everything. And within... Well, not of everything, everything, but of, there's like a list of like 20 different things that like where there's four and then five. One of the biggest ones is Atilos Bri Yitzira, Asiya, right? And then on top there's Keser, well, Asiya, Yitzira. There's, there's four levels of kind of like, of, of manifestation, and then one level of one aspect of essence that from that essence, all the manifestation happens. And what's, what we're, the kind of point of what we're talking about, not to be too repetitive, but is that that point of essence is completely removed from everything that it manifests and yet also completely within everything that it manifests and we're saying that that is the level of Mashiach Mashiach is Yechida Chassidus is Yechida it's this aspect of essence that once that essence is revealed everything the essence of everything becomes revealed to aka everything becomes what it actually is so let's go inside we're up to Aizvav. We just, we, for the past two Prakim, we've been talking about, um, they're actually called ICS's. ICS's? I don't know. ICS's? It's not Prakim, but whatever. That all sounds wrong. That all sounds wrong. ICS's? What would it be? I don't know. ICS? Oh, ICS. ICS. Some words you can't be American for. So we've been talking about how when we understand what Mashiach is, we can actually understand what Chassidus is, because Chassidus leads to Mashiach, right? And from the reward of something, you can understand what the thing is. And so we understanding Mashiach, what is Mashiach? Mashiach is this time when essentially the world will become what it actually is. That's why we're going to be able to say Hashem's name, Haya Echad, right? We're going to say Shem Havaya. Why? Because Shem Havaya is going to be revealed in the world. We're going to see that that past, present, and future is all the same. That we're not just like some random blurb in history, but there's, there's a unity to everything. Um, why is that Mashiach? Why 
Why does that help us understand what Chassidus is? Because Chassidus too is that essential point that from that essential point, everything else becomes its realist self. Just like when Mashiach, the world will become its realist self. When, when, when Chassidus enters the picture, everything becomes what it actually is. So, Ka'amar Le'el, like we said above, Mishar Shalafatis HaChassidus, Bias HaMashiach, Neida Es Mehusa, from the reward for spreading Chassidus, you know its essential nature, like from Mashiach, understand it's, it's the essential nature of Chassidus. Kol HaChadishim SheChassidus, Chidsha Batara, we understand every, all the innovations that Chassidus introduced. So, in this paragraph, it's kind of harder to trans. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna explain it more than I'm gonna translate it because the words are very short, but the concept is very cool. That basically in this in this paragraph, in like three lines, Baltarbek goes back and reviews all of the things that we said Chassidus does, and explains how from this new perspective of understanding what Chassidus actually is, you understand how those things come to be from what. Because think about what we're saying now. We, we sweat, we, at the beginning of the Mimer, we said, oh, Chassidus does all these cool things, right? And then we said, but Chassidus isn't those cool things. Chassidus is the essence. And yet those things still happen. So what does that mean? And this, oh, I don't want to get into it now, but this exact conversation is the, is the foundation of you're always doing the best that you can. Just to, and we'll pause that for a second. But, but now what we're saying is that if Chassidus isn't those things, because those things are only manifest, because Chassidus is the essence, and by definition, hey guys, good morning. By definition, essence cannot be completely tied to the manifestation of the essence. Otherwise, it's not essence, it's just manifestation, right? And yet, Chassidus revealed those things. What that means is that those things are direct manifestations of the essence, of Chassidus being essence. I don't think I was fully clear just now, but I'm, we're, we're going to see. Okay, so we're going to go through those four things. So, that, that was number four, that Hasidus comes and reveals the, and explains, so to speak, the Chelek Hasid, which is the Kabbalah. How come Hasidus being revealed, aka Yechida being revealed, comes and reveals the Chelek Hasid of Torah? How come? It's not that, oh, there's Yechida that's, that's revealed. And then also, oh, Chassidus also does this thing where it reveals the Chelek. And then also at the same time, the Chelek Hasid was revealed. It's that by virtue of the fact that Yechida was revealed, also the Chelek Hasid was revealed. Also the Kabbalah was explained. Why? Essentially because, we're going to talk about it more soon, so in very short, literally the whole next ice explains this exact concept, so I'm going, to, I'm going to wait for it, but essentially, Hasidus is like being a doctor, and Kabbalah is like learning anatomy. To be a doctor, you need to learn anatomy. It's the nature of learning, of being a doctor. To part of healing is understanding the body. But just because you're learning the bo- about the body, it doesn't mean you're able to heal. But when that the essence is we're using as the example of doctor. The essence is healing. The essence is actually affecting the physical realm, which I'm not using as a perfect example of doctor, but it's just, it works. By virtue of the yechida, which is physically affecting the world, by virtue of the yechida, which is what Hasidus is here to do, which is literally affect the world, by extension of that, hey, um, by extension of that, 
Kabbalah is explained. Yeah, I'm not being very clear right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> Excellent question. The essence wasn't revealed, but the essence was there. Okay. When Hasidus revealed the essence, everything else became clear too. But you said it's not as one or the other. What do you mean? Didn't, or didn't you say that it's not that Hasidus like, brought about something, it's that it was there and then therefore Hasidus... Is that, is that what you just said? Or Can you explain your question again? I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what I understood before is that you were saying that it's not that Chassidus, like changed something, it's that it was like, virtually the fact that Yechida was revealed there, Chassidus was revealed, or did I misunderstand that? Yechida and Chassidus is the same thing. Chassidus is Yechida. Chassidus being revealed and Yechida being revealed is like saying, I walked into a room and Chana walked into the room. It's the same thing. Wait, I am Chana. By virtue of what? <laughs> By virtue of the fact that it's ta- that it, the timing yeah, of reality. So that's exact. Thank you for bringing that up because okay, you just made it, got it to be clear in my mind. That's exactly what we're saying. It's you could look at Kabbalah and say, oh, it's talking about the secrets of the Torah. Oh, it's the essence of the world. It's the essence of Hashem, but it's not true. Kabbalah is talking about God. It's like Kabbalah is talking. Kabbalah. I'm not going to keep using examples, but Kabbalah is talking about God. Yechida is God, and you can't say obviously you can't say something is Hashem. So that's exactly what we're saying here, is that it seems like Chassidus is talking about Hashem, and it is talking about Hashem, but by virtue of what Chassidus actually is, this is what the Rebbe is teaching us, you know what I mean? This is something that we don't necessarily, we wouldn't necessarily intuit, is that Chassidus is the clothing of Hashem that completely and absolutely manifests Him. It's not just, I'm talking about my job, or I'm talking about what I do, or I'm talking about my personality, or I'm talking about this part of me or that part of me. I'm talking about me. Okay. Versus Kabbalah's like, oh, how those clothing are made or it, whatever. The Kabbalah is talking about like something about God. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, let me continue because let's move on from this a little bit. So that's the number two and three that we talked about. That right, that Hasidus affects that a person goes above himself, that he throws out his nails. And that he changes his nature. What's going on? Why does the Yechida lead to that? You think about it, it's very ob- I think the reason why I'm having trouble with my words is because it's almost so obvious and it's almost we've said this like every time. And I'm trying to think of something new to say, but really it's not something new. Really, the Rebbe is saying what we've already said and then saying, this is why this leads to all those manifestations. When Yechida is revealed, what suddenly happens? You realize who you are. It's not that complicated. Your chida comes out, your chida is revealed, and suddenly it's like, oh, I know who I am. Who are you? I am somebody that is connected to the grander scheme of life. I'm somebody that's connected to the bigger picture of life. Obviously, I'm not going to want to harm somebody else. Obviously, I'm going to burn my nails. And also, this word bimela is just so good in Hebrew. It's like the natural consequence of knowing who you are is vishino teva midaisa. 
that you're not stuck and you're not in the way that you've manifested until now. You're able to become who you actually are because you know who you actually are. So literally like, okay, and then number four, finish this topic. And then number the first one that we said, that Hasidus wakes up the world, right? What's happening there? It's also obvious that when Yechid is revealed, of course you wake up. That's like saying, that's like saying, Essentially, what we're saying here is that the, the unconsciousness of the world was only on the lower levels of, function, of functioning. That, it would be like when somebody's in a coma and you still sing to them. Excuse me, you still, you're still singing to them because you're saying, I know there's something in you. And then when that aspect of them, which is their life, right, which isn't a direct correlation but is a good example, wakes up, suddenly all the other parts of them wake up too. It's not that like... Oh, Chassidus was revealed, and then also we woke up. By virtue of Yechida being revealed in the world, by virtue of the essence being revealed in the world, all of these other things also were affected. Cool? Okay. If, in case, if this sounds repetitive, it's because it is. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> I mean, it's obviously not. From my understanding of it, it is. I don't think Rebbe is repetitive. But, okay. Because we know the ending already. Like, we know, when we started, we know how citizens is going to be the essence and the Yechida. Mm. But, like, somebody doesn't know the Maimra beforehand, it's just like, oh my god, I'm wonder what the essence is. Interesting. Right. Interesting. Right. Yeah. We're reading the novel, but we know the ending of the plot. Right. I wonder if we do that. I wonder if, like... But we did. We knew the ending would be how is like, the, the, you know, some Right. I I think that we have. To, I think that like. Yeah, you're no. Yeah, I just I'm curious if like, the purpose of the Rebbe saying this mimer is kind of to like spin our own heads a bit and be like, what you think you know, mm-hmm. take a step back, you know, like open your eyes just a bit wider, open your heart just a bit deeper, like what? Yeah. These aren't individual things. This is from the general infusion of this new light of Chassidus that all these things happen. This came through the Baal Shem Tov, through the Magid, and then through this new Neshama, which was, this my more said on Nittes Kislev, which is why I was referring to the author of it like that. Through the Alter and the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid coming out and infusing Chassidus into the world, the entire world started living with this new life, which was Chayas Atzmi, an es- essential life. Uvimela, and from there, automatically, there came to be all these different concepts. Okay. It's finally time for the science project. I've been waiting for this since the first day. Okay. <laughs> Literally been waiting for this. Okay. Also, because of this reason, this is also why Chasidis is, compa- is compared to oil. Razin de Razin. It's the secrets of secrets. Why? Why is Chasidis compared to oil? Shemen who oil is, Nekudas ha Tamsis. And the Rabbi said in English the word essence. 
shall call damer. Chasidis is, I mean, sorry, oil is the essence of every single thing. And I was looking, I looked at this last year, I remember, and this year also I looked into it a lot. What does that mean that oil is the essence of everything? And it's actually, it's pretty wild if you look into the science of it. And Chasidis is smarter than the world. So like anything that I found on Google, like that sentence is more true. Like we said in earlier talking, like the world comes from Torah, you know? But even, even Google was explaining it. Like literally like a shampoo bottle is entirely made of oils, which I don't fully get, but it is interesting. Like a shampoo or a shampoo bottle? every single part of a shampoo bottle and shampoo. <laughs> yeah. it's pretty in- it's in- like oil obviously is much more than just what we think of as oil you know what I mean but from the vantage point of oil it is completely removed from every single thing why because if it was completely enmeshed with one thing more than another thing it wouldn't be the essence it's like a really good example of this is stem cells which i totally know from mrs janowski yeah like so crazy i was just thinking about her and i was thinking mrs janowski would be so proud of us right now however it was from basaya years later we're here yeah basically a stem cell is very interesting concept do you guys know what stem cells are it's basically uh Every baby starts as like a stem cell essentially, and then at any we're basically made out of stem cells, and from one stem cell, you could create any aspect of the body, obviously not necessarily create it because but within one stem cell is the potential for an entire human life and also every aspect of the body. but you have a stem cell in your finger and you have a stem cell in your ear and you have a stem cell in your eye, you have a stem cell there's stem cell within every cell. But within every cell, there is a stem cell that is not completely subjugated to that thing and that can actually become anything. Um, in order for it to be the essence, it has to be found inside of everything. I'm going to read this um, part in English. The essence is apart from all particular aspects, manifestations, or qualities derived from it. And yet it is the foundation and central point of everything. Essence refers to the absolute, fundamental, non-derivative state of any being. The state which transcends revelation. It is non-composite. Manifestation does not involve the essence of being. The essence being the source of the manifestation. Essence, by definition, stays beyond the way that it manifests, and yet it is completely manifested within every manifestation. This is, I think this is way funner for me to teach than for you guys to hear, because I'm thinking of like where we're gonna go with it in terms of like practical application and like all that. And like when I talk about it like in this esoteric way, like I'm also there. So like I'm having a lot of fun, but I'm just, I just like heard myself continuing to talk about essence because like it's like very repetitive, but it's, there's a value to being repetitive because when you understand it, when you understand this concept intellectually, it ends up having a big effect on the way we're gonna end up applying it. So bless us all to keep our hearts open to this. Just like all other parts of of the Pnimi Satara, it also has an effect on Halacha. 
which halacha is decided based on this quality of oil. That what? Mitzan echad, Hashem and enemis are mashkin. That from one aspect, the oil does not immerse itself in the water. And on the other side, and on the other hand, it completely penetrates into everything. Why? Because it is found within it. And that is why Tarasa Chasidis is compared and analogous to, she- to oil. Kigamba, because also in Chasidis, there are these two properties, there are these two points. Mitzad and Yanahatsmi, from its essential point, from its from it being in itself, Eino Misaraves Bishum Davar, it does not mix like the era of Rav. They became part of other things. They lost their identity. They lost who they actually were because they became part of everyone else, right? They were the era of Rav. They were Mitzrayim? Yeah, yeah, like they converted to Judaism. Right. But didn't they make things like complicated after? They did. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were the ones who started the egg all, the old calf thing, and they had problems. They were complaining a lot. Huh. So they became true even. So my point is valid. <laughs> I was going to say, so maybe like it's not a good example, but <laughs> their neshama was like, hello, we need my share. I mean, okay, great, cool. <laughs> It is that one essential point that is beyond any way that it can ever manifest. That's the other side of the same coin. It is infused within. And it, is, and it permeates. Into every single thing, as we said above. So it's above every part and within every part. So... We have a few minutes left, so I guess we'll go into the next one. But just one practical thing of what we're just saying for everybody who was here last year, a little bit like IFS stuff, self parts, right? We have within us the way that we manifest and we have within us our essence of being. We're going to be talking about this a lot as we go, but just to bring in a little bit right now. <coughs> there's a concept in IFS of how do you know that your self is talking? Right? If parts are every way, parts are essentially like what you think of when you think about yourself. I'm hungry, I'm tired, I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm resentful, I'm excited, I'm whatever, all those different things. The way that we experience ourselves is, is the parts of us. Then there's the essence of self, which is who I am when all those parts aren't talking, essentially. Who I am that has been who I was and who I will be eternally and essentially. In IFS is a concept of how do you know when your self is talking? How do you know if it's self or parts? Anybody have an idea or a suggestion? <laughs> so one of the answers is that how do you know it's yourself talking when every part can hear? When there's a voice in you talking, there's another voice in you saying, no, 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 I don't want you to say that. Or there's another voice in you saying, oh, no, but if we go there, then something bad will happen, right? You have to start thinking that you're pretty, right? Like you have this voice in you that's like, oh, I'm not pretty. And then you start doing healing work and then you start telling yourself, oh, I have to start thinking I'm pretty. And then the other voice is like, oh, but if we start doing that, then, right? What's happening? 
those that's not self in parts that's parts in parts and how do you know that because one part can't handle another part you know itself when it's able to talk to any part and that part is able to receive it that's how you know its essence and if you think about it, it's exactly what we're saying now that essence is beyond all parts essence isn't that individual voice that has been convinced that it's not good enough and that it's you know, needs to be angry about something in order to get something done or needs to control something in order for something to change or whatever. And yet, almost because it isn't those things, I mean, you can't really say because, because like what came first, it's, it's all one and the same, but by virtue of it being essence, it is able to speak to and within every single part. And that doesn't mean that a part won't have something to say, to say back, it will respond, but, it won't, but it's, it's able to hear. So it's just interesting, like starting to notice like the extraordinarily practical applications of having an essence. It's pretty cool. Okay, I'm going to stop here. Um, I forgot to say this at the beginning, but this is all in the discourse of literally Mashiach now. And for the whole world to see our essence and to see that like one thing I've been tripping about is that like the, the enemy of Hashem is literally anything that says Hashem isn't here. That's it. So essence knows that Hashem is here. So I bless us all to have access to even one moment today where we have that from the inner out pervasive feeling that suddenly affects everything else. Where we're like, wait, this is Hashem. This is Hashem. This is Hashem. Okay, now what's my next step? What do I want to do from here? How do I want to manifest from here? But that question of how do I want to manifest from here can come and can come in a Mashiach state that comes from our inner essence knowing of I know who I am. I know what life is. So, Lechaim, we leave Thank you guys for being here.